0: This week's Torah content has been sponsored by the Fishbinds, who enjoy reading the sponsorship messages every week in honor of Chen and Max's wedding and with a tefillah for a lasting peace in Israel. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneewice, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my blog, Kol Hasridim, on July 22, 2022, entitled Haftaras Parshas Pinchas, Goyishah Jews. And there's a little bit of a disclaimer here, okay? The disclaimer is that I was not in the mood to write a Devar Torah article for this Friday. In fact, I wasn't in the mood to write at all. And I was gonna not write at all. And then I decided, okay, you know, I'm just gonna try writing about something and see how it turns out. If it turns out <laughs> as something of substance, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll I'll publish it. If not, then I won't. Um, and uh, I ended up writing this. I don't know, I would not call this a Devar Torah or even necessarily an idea, except maybe an idea in rhetoric. Um, but uh, it's more of an editorial, uh, and it was definitely influenced by the fact that I had a conversation uh, over the course of this week with a couple of my students uh, about Jewish racism. So um, that's where that's where it's coming from. So take it for what it's worth, and uh, if you're looking for Devar Torah, then uh, look elsewhere. Okay, uh, here we go. I didn't encounter Jewish racism against non-Jews until I moved to the East Coast. That was the first time I heard derogatory statements made about Goyim, to be pronounced as not as Goyim, but Goyim, as if one is spitting out a word with a bitter taste. Sometimes this racism is expressed as generic xenophobia, other times it takes the form of specific racial stereotyping. Sometimes it's muttered in undertones, other times it's expressed unabashedly or even proudly. I'm often tempted to respond to these comments by saying, hey buddy, my grandma is a Goy, or you do know that I used to be a Goy, right? On one occasion, I might or might not have responded with an anti-Semitic slur against the offender. As disgusting as I find this anti-Gentile bigotry bigotry to be, I do think there is a place for it when rebuking Jews. The Haftorah for Parshas Pinchas is the opening chapter of Sefer Yirmiyahu, whose prophetic career begins with the following call to action from Hashem. Uh, This is, uh, I don't know which pasuk, I think it's like pasuk, oh, pasuk 5. Quote, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you left the womb, I sanctified you. I have appointed you as a Navi la-Goyim, a prophet for the nations. End quote. The problem is that Yirmiyahu did not act as a prophet for the Goyim, but only for Israel. The simplest answer is to read la not as for the nations, but as regarding the nations. Shadal, among others, explains, quote, Navi la-Goyim means for Israel and the nations, not that he will go and speak to the nations, but rather in speaking to Israel, he will mention what will befall some of the nations. End quote. Rashi, however, takes a different approach. Quote, Navila Goyim means to the Jews who act like Goyim. This is expounded in Sifrei uh, on the Pasuk in Devarim, which says, I, a prophet from your midst, uh, dot, 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 I will raise up for you. That's Devarim 1815. And the Sifrei expounds, for you, not for those who deny Torah. How then do I understand I will designate you as a prophet for the Goyim? This refers to Jews who act like Goyim. End quote from the Sifrei and from Rashi. Yirmiyahu wasn't the only Navi to rebuke his brethren for acting like non-Jews. In one of the first prophecies about Hurban by Rishon, Yeshayahu says in chapter 1, passage 10, Hear the word of Hashem, O chiefs of Sodom. Give ear to the Torah of our God, O people of Amorah, comparing the Jewish residents of Jerusalem to the non-Jewish citizens of two of the most notoriously evil cities on record. He then goes on to relay Hashem's rejection of their divine service on account of their grievous interpersonal injustices. Uh, and this is a quotation from Yeshayahu chapter 1, Pesukim 14 through 17, quote, I, Hashem says, I hate your Rosh chadashim and your Mo'adim with my very being. They have become a bother to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Even when you increase prayer... I will not listen. Your hands are filled with blood. Wash yourselves, purify yourselves, remove the evil of your deeds from before my eyes, cease doing evil, learn to do good, seek justice, vindicate the victim, render justice to the orphan, take up the grievance of the widow, end quote. Imagine if someone tried to pull a Yeshayahu move in like this in a modern setting. A Shul Rav gets up in front of his firm congregation to give his Shabbos Devar Torah and says, you're all a bunch of Goyim. Hashem hates your Shabboses. Your young Tovim disgust him. Why do you even bother davening? He won't listen to you. You're like Hamas. You're worse than Putin's henchmen. You're no better than the Nazis. But wouldn't this approach to rebuke perpetuate the same anti-Gentile prejudices you condemn? That's what the person asked me. Yes, unfortunately it would, but it's a step in the right direction. If every instance of anti-Goyan bigotry were met with an equal but opposite rebuke for Goyish behavior on the part of the offender, maybe they would think twice before speaking. Of course, I don't really believe this would work, but it's a nice fantasy.